Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined remotely, of course, by Georgina Blasky, Lou Huff, and Becky Hull. Hi, everyone. Hi. How weird is this? So, so, so strange. <laughs> it's so weird also that I just can't see your lovely faces while we're doing this. <laughs> I'm going to start by asking how everybody is. How are you all doing? How are you all coping? Georgina, you've obviously got the kids at home. How's that going? Well, it is uh, ups and downs, I would say. I remember someone saying to me years ago, you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. And never has that been more true than yesterday, Monday. That was the toughest day so far. Today the sun's come back out. We're feeling better. We've done our Joe Wicks. Everyone's had some breakfast. People have even got dressed and it's 10.15. So I feel like we're doing quite well. But yeah, I think it's definitely, there's a whole challenging dynamic I think when you're working with the kids around but you know it's just one of those things and it's the same for everybody and I think what the saving grace is knowing that everybody is in Mm. the same Mm. boat so and did you see that meme that Victoria Beckham shared yesterday that was like you know we're not supposed to be teachers like it's fine like you're just everybody's just doing their best like don't worry if this is a complete disaster because it will be for most of us yeah I haven't actually seen that but I've seen some similar things where it's Mm. kind of talking about being the the worker the mother the teacher and of Mm -hmm. course it's completely unrealistic so I think just I'm going with the one day at a time nothing Mm -hmm. needs to be perfect actually I read a really good thing the other day that said you don't need to have a Pinterest pandemic yeah (laughs) it's okay if it looks pretty messy that's okay. it can be messy it's yeah. gonna be messy it's hard mm-hmm. so let's not get too hung up on it all being perfect yeah agrees Becky how are you do you know what guys I'm okay I think it was last week I hit a bit of a wall because I just I've what I've learned about myself is I'm really bad at not having an end date or anything mm. to work towards so I'd say that's been a struggle but this week feeling much more positive I think it's just about sort of doing my work and doing some things for me and that to me is probably the best way to try and get through this but it's odd for me because I can't see Harry so we are literally on lockdown yeah, for one makes me so, so sad yeah. <laughs> yeah. for listeners who don't know you don't live with your boyfriend that's what you mean you, you just don't get to see each other yeah we are planning to move in together this year if that ever bloody happens but <laughs> at the moment we are apart so it's just a bit oh. of an odd one but we're, we're getting oh. there and did you have a conversation to whether you should try and get together before the lockdown happened so we were together literally the weekend before and I remember mm-hmm. thinking this could be it you know and literally the next mm. day on the Monday that was that I mean do you know what it's fine worse things are happening but it just tests you in different ways doesn't mm. it well as is is spending day in day out with your husband or boyfriend in isolation together isn't it Lou? <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> Lou how are you coping? Yeah I am fine I think we're just kind of taking every day as it comes and still adjusting to how crazy this all is. Sometimes I feel like I get kind of caught up in a little bubble of just kind of playing house and staying in and going for little mm. walks around the block and if you kind of don't watch the news or don't turn on your phone it's kind of this sort of weird alternate world that you're living in and the hardest thing I think is just trying to be positive like I go through phases of you know watching the news too much and reading you know too much online and you suddenly get so anxious and sad and scared and I'm sure everyone feels the same way so Mm. I think it's just kind of keeping up a level of 
understanding of what's going on and I guess being real to the situation but also not overwhelming yourself with too much because we all know this is a really scary really shit situation Mm. but also you have to think you've got to be positive and we will get through this and we're all in it together and we just have to be positive and thoughtful of others and yeah I mean I'm speaking to my family and friends more than I ever ever have done I don't know about you guys (laughs) we will move on to ways of communicating with people but let's just say um if you bought stocks and shares in zoom then you were probably pretty sensible (laughs) before the crisis (laughs) i'm sure everybody has had plenty of opportunity to watch stuff over the last few weeks so what have you been watching what have you got to recommend becky (laughs) so guys classic me i've found myself a thriller bbc have launched a show called the nest on a sunday i don't know if anyone else is watching yeah i've started that as well i'm very much enjoying it so it's an emotional thriller i would say about surrogacy it's about allowing somebody into your life that really you know nothing about but it's kind of for desperation to succeed if you like we all know that feeling of just wanting something so bad that you would do as much as you can so it's kind of a story of love trust but also the true cost of having a lot of money and what it can get you and the downsides of that too but it is definitely going to have quite a gritty path if yeah I think if you're into that kind of thing tune in on a Sunday Mm. how many episodes have there been so far there's been two so far and there is five in total easily bingeable and anyone of note in it there is if you've ever seen Peaky Blinders it has got Sophie Rundle and it's got Martin Compton who's from Line of Duty yeah the kind of classic BBC lineup. No, what have you been watching <laughs> well if anyone else has spent any time on Instagram recently it is hard to avoid Tiger King that's oh all anyone has been talking about on my Instagram so we gave it a go we're two episodes in and I don't know I don't know where to start it's obviously going to be interesting and they're obviously very kind of complex characters <laughs> but I'm not that into it if I'm honest it's been the um the catalyst for a lot of memes <laughs> over the last few weeks so go on Lulu what is it about I feel like you're going to be better at describing this than I am <laughs> I binged it in about 24 hours um yeah I mean if you're only two episodes in then sort of sensibly it is about people who own wild cat parks but it is about so much more than that it focuses um, in particular on a guy who dubs himself Joe Exotic, who is the most outlandish character I have ever seen in any documentary. He describes himself as like a homosexual redneck gun-toting tiger collector. <laughs> like he's he's got this mullet, he's got this wacky dress sense, he is camp as Christmas, he records country music in his spare time, and he has this complete obsession with a lady called Carol Baskin, who also runs a wild catch a zoo sanctuary you know whatever you want to call it in Florida he's based in Oklahoma and obsession to the point of of madness he's done things she's done and it's basically a rivalry that ends in death and murder plots and it becomes evident from the first episode that Joe Exotic is now in prison and you're basically working backwards to find out what he did um and did you enjoy it should I keep going oh my god I loved it it is absolutely batshit like I watched the whole thing and then Ben was watching it after me and he was turning to me during episode one going this is crazy this is great I was like mate I haven't even seen crazy yet like it is the most (laughs) bonkers story like on top of that obviously what they are doing is hugely questionable it ends with some stats about the amount of tigers and 
and other wildcats in captivity in the States. And like, they are responsible for a really, you know, immoral, horrible trade. So there's like that whole element of as well. A few people have said to me like, oh, is it really, you know, is it really nasty? Is it about animal cruelty? Or, but it's really got not a lot to do with the cats themselves. It's all about these absolutely bonkers personalities who, who like position themselves as these zookeepers in almost like a kind of faux fame way it's almost do you, do you yeah. agree Lou? it's like yeah, it's yeah. like this is their moment in the spotlight when they get to yeah. kind of present these all these cats to people and, and god there's stories of polygamy and oh it's just it's just insane definitely keep okay because so far i just watched. thought okay you're obviously all really into your lions and tigers and no. <laughs> you're i don't know it's just it's it's just not it hasn't yeah, gripped me yet but like everyone's talking about yeah. and i know there is murder so yeah and there's going. a lot less cat content but um <laughs> on a lighter note i've also been watching five guys one week <laughs> i've seen this advertised yeah. anyone seen that what's no. that on netflix becky i feel like this could be right up the street <laughs> if you were into love is blind and you're after some sort of light-hearted romantic entertainment romantic <laughs> in investment <Romantic. laughs> <laughs> it basically is kind of a mashup of first dates and come down with me where a lady invites five guys who I think she's kind of already vetted like I think she'll have seen that online profiles to her come and live at her house for five days and they're all eating together sleeping together not actually but they're all sleeping in the lounge and stuff and she basically every day has to get rid of one guy and it's kind of a real like alpha male they're all kind of it's a bit of a survival of the fittest I guess of them wanting to be the guy to a win her affection and kind of fight off the other guys as well so yeah it's just quite funny and light-hearted relief yeah if you want something (laughs) a bit more a bit more lowbrow did you say they're sleeping in her lounge yeah yeah like (laughs) they don't live in kind of big houses so they're literally five guys move in and they're like right okay the three of you are in here and they're like in a little tiny little lounge on blow-up mattresses (laughs) there's one scene where they all go on a big night out and one of them gets completely annihilated and you can you just see him vomit in the middle of the lounge (laughs) whilst everyone else is asleep around him it sounds like a love island bedroom but yeah it is it is yeah yeah give it a go if you want something lighthearted so so it's every week a different group of people yeah exactly i think it's live on (laughs) tuesdays or wednesdays i think nine o'clock on channel four but you can catch up online so there's i think there's been three so far so yeah great entertainment we were laughing a lot during it (laughs) Georgina what have you been watching so uh, I've been watching programs that help me remember what day it is so I quite like my Sunday night Downton which I've replaced with Belgravia and then I'm still Mm -hmm. doing Homeland so I kind of feel like there are certain programs that I do associate with days of the week and Mm -hmm. so like Saturday I'm still trying to do a bit of family Saturday TV because otherwise I just feel like it's the days between Christmas and year I don't know what's going on yeah and um so anyway I am really enjoying Belgravia I think we've had the third episode just went out on Sunday and this Um, is the latest ITV period yeah so this is Julian Fellows the same Mm -hmm. guy that did Downton and Mm -hmm. it's got Tamsin Grieg and Harriet Walker as the kind of two main female roles and they are tied through oh she's brilliant in this as well Mm. I haven't seen her actually in anything serious before and she has these kind of little looks at people and they just sort mm. of say so much. And she's kind of plays everything quite understated. 
Harriet Walter's character is quite haughty and sort of uh, at the top of society. And then Tamsin Greek's characters, she's the wife of a merchant and they've kind of come up through the rankings, but they're still basically looked down on by all the snobs. And these mm-hmm. two women are connected through their children who met as adults and had a romance. And it's all about how they were connected, what's happened. And in the 20 years since their children knew each other. So every week you're kind of uncovering more of this story as are they Mm -hmm. and it's really really good and it's obviously a big costume drama ITV you know big budget very watchable and it also touches on how Belgravia was built and how the kind of master builders came up with the plan for this part of the city and so it's quite interesting actually from that point of view. Georgina you were just mentioning the days of the week and one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot is how to differentiate between like work time and downtime obviously at the end of a working day you you know you get up and you go home or you go wherever whereas obviously we don't have that kind of differentiation anymore so what are you guys doing to really differentiate your evenings to make it feel like right this is the end of the working day or your mornings or you know how are you mixing it up no it's tricky I think it's still an adjustment process. So when our sort of first week of working from home, I was like straight into my trackies, like very <laughs> relaxed. And my boyfriend was getting like fully dressed every day. I'd be like, babe, why are you putting jeans on? And he was like, oh, well, it just means at the end of like my working day, then I can then like put on my comfy clothes and I know I'm finished. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, that is such a good idea. And that's such a mm-hmm. better way of thinking about it. So whilst the sort of trackies were fun for a few days, actually, I just don't feel very ready for a working day. So I actually feel so much better when I properly get properly in inverted commas when I get mm-hmm. dressed. Do you put so, shoes on? No, 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 no shoes. Uh, I've worn no. shoes once, but they were slides and that didn't really count. But I think things like kind of shutting laptops and going for a walk, even just like mm-hmm. around the block, just to sort of differentiate, I think we need to get better at doing that like that because at the moment, just kind of the hours are sort of dragging into the evening and we're like, okay, well, we're still on our laptops and yeah. that is just not good. So I know. we definitely need to get better at that. I've been still count yesterday at dinner time was 260 I mean that is that's poor isn't it Georgina what about you obviously you've got kids are you homeschooling how's that working so we've broken up now so last week yes we were homeschooling and that was brilliant Mm -hmm. because my daughter had live lessons so she had to be dressed and they could see her and they were told you've got to be out your pajamas you've got to be washed and dressed and that Mm -hmm. was by 8 15 so we were all wow Alarm set, registration 8.15 and everyone, the house was up, we were all doing our thing Mm -hmm. and my son had remote learning, which wasn't live lessons, but it was a set of tasks to do. So Mm -hmm. we had a structure. I always thought this week was going to be harder because there is no structure at all for them. Mm. But Joe Wicks is the morning, nine o'clock, that's the kind of start of the day. So they're doing that. That's good. Can I just say as a side note about the yeah. Wicks thing? Like, I think this is, he is the biggest inspiration for anyone who's ever, like, been scared to do anything because nobody appointed him this role. He just <laughs> said, so I'm going to do this. And, you know, I think there are lots of times in your life where you think, like, oh, I want to do something, but, like, oh, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to put myself forward. Well, just look at Joe Wicks because if he didn't put himself forward, he wouldn't be getting, like, a million streams a day. And That's he just so decided true. to do it and did yeah. it. It's very inspirational. And- Totally. And also with my son, I was watching who is Joe Wicks because, you know, obviously I know, but he Mm. didn't know. So we were watching this little YouTube video. I don't know what it's called, but it was basically essentially the title was the 10 year story behind my overnight success. (laughs) And he does Mm. this little video and it's like three minutes and it shows him 
I think he's based in Richmond or Twickenham, and mm. it shows him at the tube station with one of those kind of banners trying to get people to come along. He would turn mm. up with his kit on in Richmond Park, and there would be something like one day there would be three people, the next day, no one, the next day, mm. eight, you know, and it was a very mm. slow journey for him and it really is a 10-year journey and then they show him kind of on Santa Monica Beach with 3,000 people and him Mm. on a stage doing a workout and I think that's really good actually at this point in your life when you have this kind of pause button to maybe watch Mm. a video like that and go Mm. "It, it doesn't need to be an overnight success and actually maybe it's a good time to look at those kind of films and get a bit inspired and think yeah. about what you want to do. And I think anyone that's thought about those ideas and just thought like, oh, I just, I haven't got enough time to research it or put it into place or any of those things. And now, now everyone mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Well, they true, say there's going to be start a lot of entrepreneurs coming out of this event yeah. because there's time for people to kind of daydream and have some creativity. There's yeah. just like some mm-hmm. headspace. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Becky, what are you doing to, to differentiate your work time and your chill time? I mean, similar to everybody else, really, I am definitely trying to, because I think we're all guilty of this, actually, in the office, especially, you don't tend to sort of get up and move around as much. So I'm really trying Mm. to make the time in the morning, at lunchtime, and to try and finish at a reasonable time, because I think the dangers of working at home is you can continue and continue. Mm. And that's where it rolls on. So I am trying to either do a lunchtime run, (laughs) we'll come to my exercising, guys, but it's one big (laughs) benefit of all of this, or an evening run just because then you sort of clock off that is it it's the it marks sort of the end of the day um so I think it's important to keep that structure in somewhere and I think also yes small things like your morning shower or Mm. your morning cleansing routine keeping them in place and I've really tried to stick to sort of similar to things that I would do at work so making Mm -hmm. sure there's a set day I film beauty spot or there's a set day I sort of speak to set NPR so I try and carve in that time to mimic what office time Mm -hmm. would look like if that makes sense yeah so yeah trying to keep it as similar as possible I mean it's tricky and I do like to tune into Boris's little things at five while I'm five yeah (laughs) but yeah I think similar I think making those sort of three timings for breakfast lunch dinner and you get your run in Speaking of breakfast, lunch and dinner, obviously cooking is kind of top of everyone's agenda right now. Again, everybody who's kind of said that they haven't had time to cook or, you know, doesn't get time to bake or whatever it is, seems to have the time all of a sudden I can't begin to count the amount of banana breads I've seen on my Instagram in the last <laughs> two weeks. So has anyone been baking? Have you been cooking more? No, you still haven't taken the opportunity to get your first delivery, which no, blows my mind. I haven't yet. For those that aren't aware, I've never had a delivery or a sort of delivery service. Much <laughs> which which literally blows my mind. Blows my mind. <laughs> Yeah, and you'd think now would be the time. But we just really like cooking in our house. And, you know, especially now, like, we've got the time. So, yes, we probably should make the most of it. But I think we're sort of enjoying the challenge of looking at what ingredients we've got and sort of planning ahead a bit more and thinking about, okay, right, this is what we've got. What are our sort of weekend meals? So, yeah, we've just been sort of embracing that and actually have eaten really well up until probably today where we've got an Ocado, which we booked about two weeks ago. Um, well done, coming, Lou. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well I'm, I'm actually patting myself on the back on that. But, yeah, so we've kind of been counting down to then and, and really not trying to go out and buy anything just to top up because we just thought, well, like, we've got some stuff here. Let's just try and 
experimental and, and just kind of make the most of it. So, yeah. <laughs> what have you experimented with? What have you done? <laughs> just like, you know, I like, we've got a couple of things in the freezer. We've got obviously got our canned goods. We've got pastas. And, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't really fancy that. But you have to be like, mm-hmm. no, no, we've got that. Let's just eat that. And mm-hmm. it's really nice. So, yeah. So what have you made? Yeah, yeah. I did stuffed sweet potatoes the other day. That was delish. Stuff them with some red onion, sweet corn, paprika, then top it with some guacamole, a bit of sour cream, then bake them in the oven. Delish. Um, We've done like a lot of bean dishes, Mm -hmm. like a cannellini bean bake. Yeah, kind of chickpea bake. Yeah, so it's all been, I've been quite proud of our cooking, actually. Georgina, how's how's cooking going in your household? Are you baking with the kids? A little bit, a little bit. I mean, that's (laughs) on my to-do list. (laughs) My daughter made soda bread yesterday, so I've been trying to get yeast for about two weeks. And Mm, I have got some on my Ocado in about, I think my Ocado's coming on the 6th of April. And uh, yeah, got some yeast in that, hopefully. But I don't know if you remember this program, Ready, Steady, Cook. So I feel like I'm doing a few of these um, box delivery, veg box deliveries that just mm-hmm. turn up. So all the big wholesalers, especially through, if you go onto newcoventgardenmarket.com, they have a list of wholesalers and they are now doing home deliveries. And there's a load mm-hmm. of companies doing this stuff. So you go on there and it's a bit like Ready, Steady, Cook. You just don't know what you're going to get. And it's very exciting. So we, it arrives. And then I think as long as you've got enough basics in your store cupboard, mm-hmm. you can kind of rustle up quite a few things. So it's kind of a combination of planning everything meticulously so mm-hmm. that you use everything in your cupboard, fridge and freezer, but also kind of having a few curb balls and going with that. But we mm-hmm. have, yes, we made soda bread yesterday, obviously lots of banana bread. And then just kind of doing things like I roasted a chicken, I made a chicken stock. So we had a chicken ramen style soup. Nice. And then the leftover chicken we also had in a risotto. And just kind of trying to get everything out of what we've got as mm-hmm. much as possible. The thing that I'm struggling with a bit, I guess, is, is the constant snacking. Yeah, um, of tell me about kids. it. Uh, oh, of you guys, okay. But <laughs> I'm <a> kid. <laughs> so at school, they get like mid-morning snack, mid-afternoon snack. So, it, you know, it's only been two hours since a meal and it's like, what's my snack? So that's kind of annoying, but the <laughs> grating. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like in my house. Well. <laughs> yeah. so, so, but I think that's where maybe, you know, I could get them doing a bit more baking. So we have some stuff yeah. around for that. And then we're doing, just trying to look to different sources of food, really. So like I said, Newcomb Garden Food Market, there's lots of catering companies around me that are trying to offer home delivery. So I think I haven't done it yet, mm-hmm. but I think there will be a, a night where I might treat myself to a night off cooking. And then also Adam Byatt, who came on our show around oh, yeah. Christmas, who runs Trinity, and he's got a restaurant on Abbeville Road in Clapham called Bistro Union, which they've set up as a community shop. And he's offering freshly cooked meals, handmade pasta, dry goods, some wine. And oh. they're also doing free local delivery for vulnerable and elderly people. So he, oh. yeah, there's people like him. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. around who are trying to keep their staff on and keep their businesses going. And I'm mm-hmm. sure wherever you live, you can quite easily, things like the app next door and other things are really mm-hmm showcasing these companies so I think that's a really good way to maybe give yourself a break from cooking we wrote a feature on the site called uh, five ways you can support the restaurant industry at this time and that is included everything from ordering deliveries to other methods like buying a gift voucher to support them and that kind of thing and I've been amazed at how there was almost a kind of a few days wasn't there where it felt like oh god all these restaurants are going to go under 
and all these businesses mm. and then suddenly they all just kind of exploded into new forms <laughs> new services and new ways of delivering to people which has been amazing so yeah um, I've been using not a restaurant but I've been using an app called Natura there are two there's one on um, the Kings Road and one on Westbourne Grove I've never been to either of those locations I think they're deli shops but they also supply restaurants with all their fresh produce and they have an app with which to do that which they've now opened up to the public for the first time um oh, it's wow. six pound, yeah it's a six pound flat delivery fee so anything you get it just you know whether it's one thing or 30 things it costs you six quid um to have it delivered and the app's a little bit fiddly because obviously because they're used to supplying restaurants like you can get things in really big bulk so you just have to watch that you're not ordering like five kg of burrata or something um <laughs> But they have really nice fresh produce and it's not like so they, you know that there's there are things like odd box that and you know the services you talk about Georgina, which are great but if you do want to actively decide what product you want natura is a really good one for that and they have pasta flour you know cheeses dairy as well as just the fresh stuff so that's been an amazing system like i got i got a kind of fresh tomato sauce salt which is really hard to get elsewhere um all delivered and they just drop off at your front door um so you have to be kind of accepted by them so you you kind of sign up and then they go through a process of giving you an account because they're pretty in demand at the moment. But it's a really good service if you're in zones. I think they're doing zones one to four um, at the moment. So definitely check them out if you're London based. The other thing is fun services like Crosstown Donuts. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen are doing big veggie boxes that also come with some of their donuts and some fresh bread as well. Which Ooh, I think is so nice. Yeah. And also if you if you want to send something to people, this I feel like more than ever friends are sending yeah. things to one another. Um, my friends and I've actually just done a secret Santa draw for Easter so we're all going to send each other something um, oh that's so nice yeah which I think is such a nice thing to do and so maybe this cross down donut thing will be um, mine and also Patty and Bon are doing deliveries of like all the equipment you need to make burgers a la Patty and Bon as well so there are loads of fun different ways to kind of get different produce to you aren't there there's a great website called bigbarn.co.uk which is actually nationwide and if you click on that that um take you type in your postcode and it tells you all the whether it's farm shops or whether it's wholesalers lots of different things specialist local food outlets which will deliver oh great that's a really good tip thanks yeah that's great we also wrote a feature on eight cocktails to make at home oh they've all got very fancy names these cocktails a due diligence a swedish riviera golden kafka these are probably a bit above my uh my experience <laughs> levels but um becky i'm going to come to you because obviously with your tiki bar at home i would imagine mm-hmm. there's been quite a lot of boozing in the whole household oh god guys i'm going to really disappoint you i do oh, you know uh-huh. what there hasn't because the tiki cabin's got a little bit spidery recently oh, so nice. but one thing this does bring me on to a project we're doing we're giving it a really deep sort of thorough makeover so we can enjoy it but don't worry i have been drinking but I haven't really been making cocktails it's more I've just been hitting the wine and the prosecco <laughs> and that's I'm so boring of me but we will get that tiki cabin back up and running it's something to look forward to booze in general is another good way to differentiate between work day and evening yeah, isn't it if you decide you're going to shut pour a glass now yeah exactly yeah. it's the end no, you, you've been drinking more than normal I have actually and <laughs> now the um we've been very lucky with the weather the last like mm. 10 days it's been so beautiful I'm feeling quite spring-like and we've got a massive pink blossom tree outside our um, front window, which is so beautiful to look at every day. I'm staring at it right now. But yeah, I feel like 
rosé season is now upon us and um, we had a really lovely bottle we went to the pig a couple of months ago and got a really lovely bottle of rosé which we've been keeping for sort of sunnier days and um, now has been the time to crank it open and it is delicious (laughs) I don't know about you guys but I have really been opening or enjoying things that I thought I would save for other times so for example like Ben bought me a Soho home dressing gown for my birthday and I thought I would save it I thought I would save it for the new house which is a whole other story but I was like fuck this I'm opening the dressing gown and I was so pleased I did it because it's actually so nice to have some extra home comforts and some kind of things that make being at home that bit nicer yeah and I think when we are kind of confined to our homes you've got to find the things that make you happy at home now Mm -hmm. so you know if that is cracking open your favorite bottle of bubbles or you know having a bath every evening and wearing your favorite clothes I think you just got to work out what is going to make you happy in these times and kind of you know eat as much chocolate as you want to because you know we're not gonna be here forever so exactly any boozing from you Georgina plenty um (laughs) yes Uh, (laughs) we tried to take Monday off so we didn't drink last night but otherwise (laughs) I'm opening a bottle of wine every night which I'm sharing with my husband (laughs) and we seem to finish it and you know what it's not cool but it's just our coping mechanism right now Um, but I've also been doing things like lovely smelly candles and just Mm -hmm. trying to make the house sort of feel lovely and actually um, I've discovered Chris Evans Virgin Breakfast Radio Show which I haven't listened to I don't normally have the radio on in the morning and that's a cheerful soul to get you feeling positive and if you want an outdoor uh, yeah really he's so good I think because I grew up watching him on tv um Mm. in my early 20s and so I kind of associate him a bit with the good times anyway and Mm. he's just got this kind of lovely energy in his voice and it's really nice hearing an external voice that's quite fun and frivolous that isn't about the news it's just someone having a bit of a laugh and he talks Um, about his kids and his family and how they're coping which obviously is quite nice for me to listen to but they just have proper banter and you just kind of forget about it all for a bit and it's really nice so I've actually bit of escapism um, yeah so I that's my treat that I don't normally listen really to the radio in the morning because we're rushing around Mm. from school run and now it's just like yeah put it on great (laughs) yeah I watched sorry I'm going I'm flipping back a conversation here but I watched Anthem Deck on Saturday night I don't know if any of you watched it oh my god I can't remember the last time I laughed out loud at TV in that way it is so against my better judgment I so do not want to love (laughs) Anthem Deck Saturday night daybreak they did a sort of throwback show um, because obviously they're not live in the studio anymore so they were both presenting from home and then kind of linking to the best moments and it was just so good so funny I won't spoil it but honestly if you need a real pick me up and you've got an hour and a half or however yeah. it is it was just so light and <laughs> they are good it's yeah, also sort of classic oh, British Saturday night telly isn't yeah. it so yeah. I feel like um, um, Gogglebox has also never been more relevant than right now so I'm yes, obviously so always true. enjoying that Let's talk about staying connected with your family and friends. We also wrote a feature on how to stay connected with friends and family, which basically rounded up all the different apps and clever ways that you can chat to people. Uh, We've been making the most of Zoom amongst the SL team. How have you been talking to your friends, to your family? What have you been using, Georgina? Also House Party, new to me. Yeah, Love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely brilliant. But I do think it seems to work best, in my experience, for about five or six people. And if there is more of you, you're probably better off on Zoom. 
I don't mm-hmm. know maybe that's just Agreed. my experience yeah I love it it's great because it's just like on your phone really quick and easy zoom I sort of feel takes a bit more like where's the laptop where's the code mm. it all feels a little bit more laborious whereas house mm-hmm. party I was chatting with some friends the other day and then someone just like appears and I love that yeah. it's like oh but- who's it gonna be <laughs> let's leave the ben room has- unlocked <laughs> see what happens Ben has fully kept himself entertained for literally like two weeks by just popping into random people's conversations like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it is his new favorite activity it, as if you join someone's like they're having their family quiz and you like pop in (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's so funny Lou what about you if I'm totally honest I don't really get the difference between Google Hangouts Zoom FaceTime and Mm. WhatsApp video like they all kind of strong disagree really like hit me with them tell me okay (laughs) in my opinion please jump in everyone if you disagree right zoom is for professional meetings Georgina I completely agree with you like you know you've got to dial in you've got to have an access code that is for like when you're being professional or it's for when you're a big group because I agree house party just doesn't doesn't take very well to okay more than okay five or six. so what's google hangouts then google hangouts is just a bit shit I think you and I used it yesterday which was quite helpful I think when it's just like one-on-one and you're like at your computer screen and you don't want to like hold your phone you know that's good for like one-on-ones with colleagues I think Okay, okay, yeah. sure. And then there can't be more than four of you on a FaceTime. I'm not sure about WhatsApp how many more, but I just think WhatsApp, like they are much more muchness, the FaceTime and okay. WhatsApp thing. And then house parties for like when you want your lols. I'm loving okay. the quizzes. <laughs> house oh, I love the quizzes. Yeah. Oh my God, my friends and I have been having so much fun with the quizzes. You can play heads up on it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's yeah we played a few games on it. I think that was the yeah. sort of like differing factor but then I was confused by the new people just kind of popping in but yeah <laughs> you can lock you can lock your room okay you okay the chat. um Becky what have you been using so the same we've been using house party but like I do enjoy it I'm very partial to it especially we did it Friday and we all got actually really drunk on house party yeah. I highly recommend because you slowly stop seeing people's faces and it's just like oh this is hilarious <laughs> but what I would say is when you're at that stage you also start seeing names pop up that you've not spoken to for about 10 years because I guess does it pull from your contact list I don't know yeah it, it yeah. pulls from somewhere really random because I agree the list is so odd and I was literally like nearly you'd go to swipe up and then you nearly invite them to the house and I just can't be <laughs> dealing with that I would do house party for the jokes but usually I would stick to FaceTime it's between those two but that is how I've been speaking to everybody and to be honest with you I've never spoken to them all so much like we were saying yeah. earlier exactly. it's every bloody night to the point where I'm like guys <laughs> I want to tune into Slab Baker. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's been a lovely opportunity, though. Like, of my closest friends, three live abroad. So oh. it's been amazing. We've been coordinating all of our chats so that as many of them can be involved as possible. It's just been so much FaceTime. Like, one has a little daughter. <laughs> and when she's having lunch, somebody pops in. Or, you know, there's a few of us, like, on a call. So we Aww. get to kind of have lunch with her daughter every day. Um, she, you know, she's not even one yet. But they live oh, in Luxembourg. Sweet. And we otherwise don't get a chance to see them. You know, and you would never do that that in your normal working day so I think it's been a real opportunity hasn't it it's also I think nice like the frequency of how much you can speak to people so you kind of you then don't have the how are you how are you feeling like all of that sort of chat it's way more kind of fun and interesting and lively and like I think that's really great I think people are going to feel so much actually closer I think to their family and friends when we come out at the end of this my friend said a funny thing as well she goes I love this because I can sit without making up in my pajamas with a glass of wine seeing all my yeah. friends it's like my best so going out night ever <laughs> yeah. so it's actually true 
it is true um, i don't know about you guys but with all of this technology as well like i have quite a lot of plans this week so tonight a friend and i was supposed to see military wives a few weeks ago and then this is before we were on lockdown or anything like that and she had been in contact with somebody it was just when the kind of hysteria was starting to break she'd been in contact with somebody who had the virus so she wasn't allowed out so it ended up not happening but now loads of films that have been on in the cinema have been transferred onto sky and you can rent them for the same price as a cinema ticket so tonight we have a military wives date oh that's so nice yes it's pretty expensive like it's still 16 quid i think to rent it through sky but i guess that is the same as going to see it in the cinema well also if there's like three or four of you living together and you're paying 16 pounds that actually works out a lot cheaper than going to cinema it's a very good point i'm not sure ben's gonna be all that (laughs) but you're right it it does work out cheaper and then on thursday the national theater is doing the first of you know they do nt live yeah um, well they're going to be streaming onto their youtube channel free so that james corden production of one man two governors is going to be on youtube at seven no o'clock. way um, oh my god on I've watched that. Yes. I've watched so that. Long. i can't so wait to my me too. yeah me so too for those who are listening sorry and just to clarify we're talking about today if you're listening on the day that the podcast is released so today is april the second we're talking about and it's sorry yeah, Charlotte, it's live on youtube at seven o'clock correct on gmt yeah the other thing is my best friend in Hong Kong is a personal trainer so we're going to do a group workout with her as well so it's not just like tuning into a workout online she's going to lead a workout like on house party for our friends brilliant I know I know which leads me nicely on to fitness what have you guys been doing to stay fit in this time Becky you mentioned some running oh I tell you what guys if there's one potential it's that fitness wise I might come out of 10 out of 10 by June or whenever (laughs) we escape this I've always said that I do really enjoy exercising it's just with the commute and everything I never find the time so I've really Mm -hmm. been maximizing the day to either go running or I have downloaded Shona Virtue's fitness videos on Vimeo for $14.99 and they're four videos that are very in-depth workouts everywhere from sort of 50 minutes to 20 minutes and it's Mm -hmm. a fusion of yoga weighted circuit training and meditation but also so much strength training which is kind of what I feel I really need at the moment and so I'm sort of alternating between that and running and I feel bloody great in that sense (laughs) my lungs are opening up so yeah for me that has been probably the biggest benefit and it does make you I have to say everyone always goes on about how it makes you feel good but it really does you come back and you feel lighter so that has been a huge huge thing for me and I can't recommend her videos enough you can plug it into the tv too it's brilliant cool Lou you've been doing some bar classes yeah, so I have been tuning into Heartcore on their Instagram live stories. And basically every day they're doing about three live classes. One's bar, one's Pilates and one's yoga. So you can either do it at that exact time live or they're sort of, they're up on their Instagram for 24 hours. So you can tune in when it's necessary for you. And I've mm-hmm. absolutely been loving it. Bar is something that I used to do a lot of. And then the class that I used to do was just inconvenient to get there like timings wise with work so kind of fell out of it and had taken on reformer pilates but obviously now that is not an option i've picked this up and always heard like rave reviews about hardcore mm-hmm. and i've got to say they are incredible at first i was a bit unsure about kind of 
following someone in their own living room and it just it didn't really feel right <laughs> mm. but it is amazing how quickly you get into it they're all 45 minute classes and it mm. goes so quickly and I've been trying to do them first thing in the morning and I just feel so much more uplifted and kind of ready for the day and I think mm-hmm. when we're all just kind of sat in front of our laptops and on our sofas I think it's just really important to do whatever you can to kind of keep you moving and like Mm. otherwise there's certain muscles in my body that literally would not move for months Mm. so so true I think it's really really important and the instructors are also great I think just kind of hearing them speak to you and they kind of still give you that like positive encouragement and Mm. count you down and yeah I couldn't recommend it enough actually I also think it's so cool like so many of these classes obviously are, are really London centric and we talk about them a lot but you know, you can only access them if you live nearby. And so how yeah. great now that people, you could literally tune in to, like, the friend in Hong Kong who um, who's a personal trainer is obsessed with Barry's bootcamp, like, has always, and, and complete, like, really misses it in her life out in Hong Kong, but now is able to do a class every single day because Barry's yeah. bootcamp, but also, you know, all, all the big gyms are doing daily uh, workouts. Exactly. And I, think I think all the excuses that we used to have, you know, oh, it's not on at the right time, or I can't get there, I've then got to get on the tube afterwards, or the commute, or all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have any excuses now. Like mm. you just have to make the time within your day yeah. and yeah. give it a go. And yeah, I'm loving it. So true. Georgina, what about you? Are you doing any home workouts? Oh yeah, loads. So um what I'm really enjoying <laughs> is actually right. like you, well, okay, one a day. But what I'm loving is that I go to a gym called the train station by Wandsworth Common train station mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've been with them since the beginning I guess it must be about seven years now and mm-hmm. they have taken everything online they're doing it all through zoom and you sign in and I think why I know there's loads of free stuff out there but they're a small business and I want to support them and I mm. want to keep paying my monthly subscription because actually mm-hmm. they're very good value anyway and I go on and I log into zoom and we do the class they've obviously tweaked the timetable a bit but we do the class and you see the people that you would normally work out mm. with so actually although they're not the people I necessarily hang out with um, mm-hmm. on house party I am then <laughs> seeing them and we like have a little wave and it's kind mm. of it's nice because you still oh. feel there's something that's part of your regular life and routine is is still mm-hmm. there I have a dog, so I'm running early in the morning when it's not busy. If I'm not doing a Zoom, I'm then running with the dog. And I've really got into yoga. I'm really, really enjoying yoga, which is something that I've always had a bit of a love-hate relationship with. But I don't know, doing it at home, it just feels really different. And I've got various different things I'm trying out for yoga, and I am enjoying that. Can I just ask you a question? Mm -hmm. You know, if you see something through Instagram and it says, join us live on Instagram Mm -hmm. stories to do the workout. Is there no time limit on a story then? Yeah, Georgina, it's only up there for 24 hours past the time that it went up live. Okay, and then do you go into so you, IGTV to actually No, watch you it? click on their top left profile picture as if you were, go- like if you go on a profile, as if yeah. you're going to watch their stories and it will come up, there'll be a thing which will say, do you want to watch the live or do you want to watch the stories? And so then you press the live and it will, li- and it lives there for 24 hours. Yeah, if it's kind of a live workout isn't happening at that point there should be arrows top left or right so you can kind of go between the different classes throughout the day oh okay so you can find them yeah okay great thank you I shall try 
now you know. Let's just talk about online shopping. We obviously touched on what we were wearing at home. I have to say, I've been much more guilty than it sounds like the rest of you have been. I've been in my comfies for two weeks and loving it. I can work absolutely fine in tracky bums and a hoodie. But all that means is now my online shopping habits haven't been curved, but has also just changed into shopping for trackies and hoodies. And I feel like I'm spending a huge amount of my life just shopping loungewear. So I want to know, what are you guys shopping for? Have you bought anything obscure? What are you browsing? I'm also sort of trying not to do that and also trying to perversely like buy swimwear because I feel like if summer does happen I'll be really grateful (laughs) to my past self for doing that so what are you guys looking at at the moment Lou I'll start with you yeah I've done a lot of browsing on loungewear but I've bought some incredible slippers they are a sort of faux shearling Birkenstock mule but they are (laughs) I just think they're so fabulous I wear them with my cashmere socks and like baggy (laughs) jeans and I think I've got that in my head, I look like a sort of a cool Scandi. I don't know. I'm loving them. Where are um, they from? They're from Zara and they were mm-hmm. 29.99. And yeah, they are fab. They kind of look like a, a fashion version of a, a crock. <laughs> but yeah, they're great. And then what I bought is one other sweatshirt from Topshop. A lot of brands are doing a 25% off sale mm. right now. So it's kind of hard to resist those But other than that, nothing. I feel like now would be the time I'd really be investing in my spring wardrobe. You know, boots and shoes is kind of something I love buying. And that kind of feels really redundant now when literally all we're stepping outside to is walk around the block, which is trainers. So, oh, no, that's a lie. (laughs) Actually, I did buy some black Converse high tops because my white ones have been amazing. So I treated myself to a black pair. Becky, obviously what, you know, I was just saying in terms of fashion, do you feel the same in terms of beauty? Are you giving yourself a bit of a makeup break? Are you still shopping for beauty? Do you know what it is funny you ask? Because I am shopping for beauty. I mean, I'm in a very fortunate position. I do get sent things. But I bought myself a soap brow. Now, this is oh, random. People love soap brow. I'm not joking you. I've done about five interviews with five different makeup artists mm. and everyone has recommended soap brow. You can get it on Beauty Bay. What is it? It's literally a hard sort of waxy soap, but it must have some slightly different texture. And it comes with this little spoolie brush and you just wipe it onto your brows and it basically gives you that laminated effect. Yeah, Yeah, obsessed. People rave about it. And like you, Georgina, I am also going to order the rapid brow because it's one of the only things that has ever genuinely made a difference to the like growth of my eyebrow hair well i've ordered a revitalash not rapid brow so that just helps your lashes grow revitalash helps your lashes grow yeah and you put it on but normally you have to wait for it to dry before you can then put your mascara on so you know there's a step there in the morning i guess you could just put it on at night but if you're trying to rush to get out the door maybe waiting for something to dry isn't really that convenient So I thought, well, this is the time. So I've ordered that and it's coming today. And I've also ordered some tracksuit bottoms from uh, Sweaty Betty. I ordered the Aridasana yoga pants. They're really soft. They're not thick. I don't like really heavy, thick, fleecy tracksuit Mm -hmm. bottoms. I like something a bit lighter, more kind of Mm -hmm. fluid. So these are coming today as well. So that is very exciting. And I wanted to buy the Milk Makeup Kush High Volume Mascara, which I've never tried. 
and I had it in my basket and I didn't check out and now it's sold out it's actually so upsetting how many things are selling out now's not the time to think about a purchase you have to act fast if you see it so yeah. Charlotte that's swimsuit you're thinking about at, oh, right I'm, now I'm acting act don't fast. you worry I am acting <laughs> Charlotte um, okay, what have you been despite, buying despite the fact that I have been browsing tie-dye sweats tracksuit bottom and top combos for the last week I'm going to step away from the loungewear because I actually have quite a lot of loungewear and nice though it would be to elevate the this existing working from home wardrobe. I know that come summer, if we do get summer, if we do get holidays, then I'm gonna really lament having spent all my money on tie dye tracky bottom. So yeah, I'm gonna buy swimwear. I'm gonna save a lot of money as well, which I'm really excited about. And hopefully um, there are some Joseph purchases which will be coming my way down the line. I think it's a little early to start buying spring things in case we never see spring, if that makes yeah. sense. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> jump straight to summer and there is an Osiree swimsuit that is kind of baby pink, florals and sparkly and um, hard to describe. It's on matches. <laughs> so I think that's going to be my payday treat today. And I'll just look forward to wearing it in like eight months time. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> or as you did say to me, you can just wear it around the house. Yeah, I did say that if, if times get really tough, then I'll just wear it. <laughs> Pretend you've got a pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. Or even, you know, a garden. <laughs> Finally, I just want to wrap up by asking, we, you know, we talked a lot about what we're doing, how we're looking after ourselves. But I want just one way from everybody that you are staying positive in this time, because, you know, as we know, there are way worse things that could be happening. Touch wood, we're all, you know, safe and well at home. But, you know, it's pretty testing. So what are you doing to stay cheery, Georgina? I'm just really concentrating at times where I feel a bit anxious or whatever. My breath, which I think Mm -hmm. is definitely on the yoga woo-woo side of it all. But I just (laughs) feel like just taking that moment to really center. And it does, it makes me feel really, really positive if I do stop and really take a proper five minutes, kind of in for four, hold it for Mm. two, out for six, make the exhale longer than the inhale, all of that stuff we've all heard before. But actually... I just kind of close my eyes and think this will pass, this will pass. And it mm-hmm. does. It makes me feel a lot better. So Good. that's what I'm doing. No. Tricky question. But last Wednesday was the NHS clap. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of seen a lot of it on social media and online. And, and I was like, oh, definitely going to do that. But I wonder if anyone else actually will. And on Wednesday, I poked my head out the window at eight o'clock and the sound of everyone clapping on our street was just the most amazing uplifting feeling and I haven't experienced something like that in such a long time and I think Mm -hmm. just remembering that we are all in this together and everyone is trying to fight this together and it was just a real community spirit of kind of hope and love and compassion and I just think remembering that feeling when you feel anxious and uneasy that Mm -hmm. we will get through it and as long as we're kind of all there for each other and there's that amazing video of NHS workers singing I'll Be There, which we shared oh, on the show like, yeah. last week as well. Which, so emotional. You, you know, it, yeah, just I think remembering what an amazing support network we have just in this country alone yeah. Um, yeah. is really helpful. And seeing how people are banded together as well. I, I listened to LBC for about five minutes yesterday and in that time happened to catch a guy who called in who is blind and he lives alone. And he said that the response from his neighbours has just been absolutely remarkable. He lived in a building where he knew two or three people two weeks ago and now he says he knows 30 to 40 of them by name. Oh. 
the minute he wants something, like nothing is too much to ask. And people have been amazing. I just think that community spirit has yeah. been, we've yeah. needed that in the UK Completely. for a while. So. And I think people just like have been a bit selfish and kind of living, mm-hmm. it is easy to get caught up in your own world and your own life and not kind of see what's going on around you. And I think it's really going to open people's eyes to that. Agreed. Becky? I mean, I just think it's the main thing to remember is that it's not permanent. It Nothing mm-hmm. is permanent, especially something like this. And although it's going to be really tough, I think, for the next few months, the point to make really is that although this is not the ideal circumstances, you'll never get this kind of reflection that we're getting mm-hmm. now ever again, or at least for a very long time, hopefully. So I think the positive way of looking at it is to make what you can of it. And life is mm-hmm. always what you make of it. So it's about keeping your connections keeping in touch with everybody and I think the most positive thing to take away is that you know when all of this is over it's going to be a a huge celebration and b you'll be more connected to everybody colleagues friends than ever Mm. before and I I don't think there's anything more positive than that all right I think we'll leave it there thanks everyone (laughs) well we will continue to be bringing you the podcast as normal remotely every week so please do stay tuned and do email podcast at sheerlux.com if you have any feedback you know we love hearing from you particularly in these crazy times Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends. Bye-bye.